Just because someone says something doesn't make it true. So how do you know what to believe? People can say all kinds of things. It all depends on how strong the evidence is. Are you ready to examine what you believe? Let's take a look on today's episode of Possible or Reasonable. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Possible or Reasonable. I'm Jesse Fernandez, and today I wanted to share some few pointers in regards to sharing your faith with others and sharing why it is you believe what you believe. And so my goal in this episode is to provide practical ways and tips to consider when engaging in in conversations and answering questions that are asked about the Christian faith and even asking questions to the people you talk with um, and have them think about these things for themselves. Um, because for me, you know, off experience, I know it can be it can be very frightening trying to share your faith with someone who you don't really know or someone you just met for the first time. And so I, I just want to provide some practical ways and approaches uh, to consider when wanting to share the truth of the gospel and of the Christian faith with others. So with that being said, um, here's three helpful tips and approaches to consider when tr- tr- you know talking to someone about your faith. The first thing that I think is important to do before sharing your faith with someone is to pray. Prayer is very important and it is essential because it's communication with God Himself. You know, we have open access to God. And I think that we should remember that God is not only interested in in evangelism and, you know, when we share our faith with others, but He Himself, He's the best at it. You know, you think of of, of the day of Pentecost, you know, he, he was drawing people to himself. You know, God was saving the people. Yes, he used Peter as his instrument. But God was the one who was speaking through Peter. God gave Peter the words, right? So God's the one who saves people. God draws people to himself. God opens the minds and, and, the, and the hearts of the listeners. He, he draws their attention. He does the heavy lifting. And so I think it's important that if the fact that if we have access to the creator of the universe through prayer, then I, I think it's important that we come to him in prayer. You know, because prayer is not just asking for stuff and using God as like a genie for, you know, our requests and our and our wants. But prayer is asking God for the things we need and aligning our hearts with his will and his perfect plan for us, you know. I think it's important that we don't get the things confused. You know, I don't, I, we shouldn't try to give God our orders, but rather we we must get our orders from Him. We want to make sure that our lives are being aligned with His perfect plan and His will for us. You know, that we're being submissive to to His ultimate plan and ultimate will for our lives. So I think the first um, important thing to do before you know even sharing or doing anything in, in that regard is to is to pray. Pray, be in communication with God. You know, we see Jesus would go to the Father and He would come to Him in prayer, you know, alone. And I think this is very essential for every Christian, that we come to God and we and we do this through prayer and through His Word. And so, first things first, we must be in prayer before the Lord. The second thing that I think is important um, to consider is to... It, 
and not just to consider but to do is to listen is to listen to understand you know when you're when you're talking with somebody you know so many times we try to respond to whatever somebody when whenever someone says something and we might you know not necessarily agree with them um and we try to you know just tear down their statement or try to argue with them and i th- i don't think that's going to lead you know to anything good right being argue argumentative but I think it's important that we listen to understand them and really try to meet them right where they're at. Um, we must we must be good listeners. You know, I think Sean McDowell, who's an apologist and a, a professor at Biola University, I think he says it best when he said this. He said, it is more important to understand than it is to be understood. And it's the idea of, hey, you know, it's important that we learn and we're growing and we're being students and, and, and trying to, you know, attain, you know, and, and, and trying to grow in our in our knowledge of the scriptures and, 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 you know, of apologetics and all this stuff. It's important. I think it's very important. But if we're doing it, if we're having an approach and we're talking to people in a way that's, you know, the, giving the impression of, um, I know more than you and I know what's best. And, you know, if you don't listen, then that's your wrong. Or it's, you know shame on you and you know thinking we're the know-it-alls and we're better um you know then the people aren't going to be drawn to that you know because people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care and so i think it's important that we we listen to understand rather than listen to respond you know in colossians chapter 4 verses 5 through 6 the bible says this it says act wisely toward outsiders making the most of the time let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. Now, um, Abdu Murray, who is an apologist and a senior vice president of RZIM Ministries, he's a speaker. He comments in regard to this portion of scripture in Colossians 4, 5, and 6. He says this, because it says, you know, it says in Colossians it said, you know, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. And he comments by saying, you know, because questions don't need answers, people need need answers. So Paul is right here. Paul, the Apostle Paul, he's saying, you know, we're not here to answer each question. We're not here to answer each argument or controversy, but we're here to answer each person. Because questions don't need answers. People need answers. People come with their questions to receive those answers. And so I think it's important we make it our aim uh, to, to help better understand the person we're talking with and to, and to answer any questions that they might have, but with love, with gentleness, and with respect. I think that's very key. So the first point was prayer. Prayer is so key, so essential, so important for the Christian we must come to God in prayer. We must make sure that, hey, God, you know, you have the right to, to direct my life. And I want to make sure my life is aligned with your with your will for me, your perfect plan. So that's the first important thing. We must be in prayer. And the second thing is, you know, we, we have to listen to understand. Don't listen to respond. Don't listen to try to win the argument. But listen to understand and, and, and try to meet the person right where they're at. And the third and final thing that I think is important to, you know, really think about and consider is to ask good questions. You know, whether 
you're trying to start off a conversation or you know you know, even during the conversation and i know that can be you know a little tricky at times whether you know when you're trying to talk to someone you don't really you don't really know right you you kind of know them but you don't know them like truly well or someone you just met for the first time um and i think asking good questions can be a good way to break the ice and good way to help um you know get a conversation going you know and a good approach while using a question is a question that jay warner wallace references from a man that i can't remember his name but it's a question that you can ask to to somebody um to get a conversation going and and to really know what this person believes and where they stand from a religious standpoint you know because sometimes you know as you you know, practically, you know, let's just say you're talking to somebody and you're talking about sports and then next thing you know, you're talking about the Dodgers, Dodgers won the World Series, how amazing was that? And and then you're like, man, I really want to share my faith with this with this person, but we're talking about sports and we're talking about the Dodgers. Like, how am I going to shift from that to talking about God and, and, and you know, and the Bible and, and Christianity? Like, how would I shift from this to that? And yeah, it can be very difficult at times. You know, I don't think it's, you know, it's not an easy, you know, thing to just, you know, do right away. But I think asking those questions and asking them, you know, in a right time, you know, I think it can be very effective. So, you know, for example, the question that I want to reference from, from Jay Warner Wallace, who referenced from another guy that I can't remember, is the question, you know, hey, what do you think happens when you die? You know, the question, what do you think happens when you die? And I think that's a good question because asking the question to whoever you're talking with, it, it, it has them um, to share, you know, what, what happens, what they believe happens when they die. And so now you're able to get an understanding of what they believe or what they don't believe. You know, if they just say, well, I don't think nothing happens. I just think we die and we go to the dirt. Well, now you know you know, from that answer, from that response, where they stand from, from that, from, from a religious standpoint and from where, you know, for them themselves. And so that's a good question to ask because it has the person who's responding expound on their worldview and what exactly they believe. But when asking these types of questions, for example, this question, what do you think happens when you die? When asking the question, we shouldn't just ask it uh, for the sake of trying to force them to believe what you believe, right? Because our goal necessarily is not to change a person's mind, you know, by force or by, you know, you know, hey, I come to the truth and you got to believe it. And if you don't do, then you're, what are you doing? You, you know, you're insane for if you don't believe this. No, it's not to change their their minds necessarily right then and there by force or by uh uh you know a wrong approach but i think it's to get them to think about the issues and and to um really under help uh to to understand them better and so they can see the truth for themselves so in other words um I want to make the points that I need to make so the relationship between me and that person that I'm talking with can continue 
even if they don't agree with me right then and there, I want to make the points that I need to make so the relationship can continue and so eventually they can see the truth for themselves. So it's not up to us to change a person's mind necessarily, but it's to get them um, uh, to think uh, to thinking about these issues. Um, and so when we ask the question, we want to make sure that we're very attentive for when they do share with us what they believe and what they, you know, um, what they think happens. So asking these good questions doesn't just mean, you know, oh, you asked me, you know, I asked you this because I wanted you to respond like this so I can tell you this, right? We're not listening to respond. We're listening to understand. And we want to ask the questions and we want to ask and we want to listen, but not just there. I'll even take it a step further. We want to listen, but we also want to commit. And this is, you know, I also learned this from Abdu Murray. You know, I just love the process, you know, asking, then listening, then committing, right? Being a part of the process with them if they ask for help. Because, you know, so many times we might think, well, hey, you know, I, I shared my faith with someone and, and that's and that was all. But we never touched base with them again. Like, you know, we kind of just left them out, you know, by themselves, you know, and I don't think that's right. I think we, we must, you know, be, you know, persistent and we must be, hey, you know, checking up on that person and saying, hey, man, like, you know, I want to be a part of the process with you. Hey, I'm not here to just drag you by the ear and have you, hey, believe what I believe. No, I'm here to, if you would accept this, I'm here to carry you by the arms and, and walk, you know, by you side by side. And we're going to do this together. We're going to answer those tough questions together because, you know, um, you know, I know life can be hard and, and we got to be a part of the process with them. So we shouldn't just ask, but we have to, we have to ask and listen and, and not just stop there, but we have to commit and be a part, um, in this, in this larger team, um, in, of this family. And so, um, actually I wanted to share one more question. I, or actually one more approach. Um, it's the same and it's the same in regards to the third approach, you know, asking the good questions. But another approach that you can do, you know, I, I just said one, you know, like, what do you think happens when you die? But another one you can do is, you know, go, you know, you know coming, up to, coming up to someone and saying, well, you know, everything in life has a design, a function, and a purpose. You know, a computer has been designed for a reason, and it's been designed to function for a certain reason. And if it functions in that proper um, way then it's fulfilling its purpose, right? But when the computer starts to mess up or have glitches or starts to lag, then we start to get frustrated, right? Because it's not um, it's not fulfilling its purpose in that moment. Well, everything in life has a design, a function, and a purpose. You know, computers, they look designed. Everything, everything that's designed has a purpose. So what's your purpose? And so it gets that person... You know, whoever, you know, whoever you're talking to, when you ask that question, it gets them thinking like, what's my purpose? Well, that must mean that you, you must think that I'm designed. Oh, well, everything that's designed has a purpose. So what's your purpose? And so it gets them thinking, like I said, wow, that's true. I am designed. That's true. Everything that is designed has a purpose. So what is my purpose? What, what's, what's the meaning of life? And so it's, it's having the, the people think about this for themselves and it's making the points that I need to make so they can see the truth for themselves. 
I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, all share all this by force and trying to, you know, put this down and, and shove it towards them. And so they would believe what I believe. No, but I'm here to, you know, um, you know, share the truth with love and with respect. And I want, you know, I want the relationship to continue, you know, and I want them to see the truth for themselves and see the beauty of the truth for themselves. Uh, I just want to say, uh, I'm sorry if I t was talking too fast or if I stuttered a couple of times. I hope I presented this clearly and that you guys were able to understand this. Um, yeah, I just hope these tips were helpful and useful and that you're able to consider these um, whenever you're talking to someone about your faith and why it is you're a Christian and why it is you believe what you believe. I'm very happy I got to publish this episode and I plan to do more soon. Um, so thank you guys for listening and God bless you guys and uh, just please stay safe everyone. And, uh, yeah, God bless.